Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well on this fabulous and wonderful Monday morning. I'm sure everybody is bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and just so excited to get the day going because I know everybody loves Mondays. I know it's the one day of the week everyone looks forward to and I'm sure that right now you're thinking somebody had to kill him. There's no use in anybody being that happy this early in the morning, particularly on a Monday. So uh, I apologize in advance. I can't help it. But all the same, I do wish you all a very happy Monday. All right, so we got watching this morning. As we got Tracy Little, Amy Oaks Turner, Angel Dixon, Michelle Fox Harris, the one, the only, the legendary Miss Mousy, uh, Mike Hensley, Karen Smith, Brandy Boyd Young. Appreciate you all for tuning in this morning and uh, joining me for this morning's devotions. And Mike Hensley watching, I just cannot thank that man enough. For all his hard work last night, our cookout was a great success, great turnout. It was nice to have that fellowship and time, and we couldn't have done it without him and his wife, Kim, and uh, really appreciate them dearly, really do. All right, my friends, at this time, let's do our morning Pledge of Allegiance, if we may. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior for whose kingdom it stands, one Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again, with life and liberty to all who believe. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word. I will make it a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I will hide its words in my heart that I might not sin against God. All right. Praise God for this uh, great uh, ability and freedom to be able to uh, um, have uh, do these pledges each and every morning. And praise God for our wonderful country. And I guess that brings us to Mad Matt's news and comment. Quickly, I will go through something that just really just bugged the daylights out of me this morning. Uh, of course, it's California, so take that for what it is. Uh, it, uh, it is California. But uh, they uh, called the cops on a four-year-old child. Get this now. A four-year-old child because uh, he couldn't wear a mask. Okay, and I say couldn't instead of wouldn't. Uh, there's a distinct difference in that, and uh, they said the child, uh, I think, based on what they didn't really come out and say it, but insinuated he may have had some, maybe some intellectual disabilities, and uh, he really struggled with the, uh, be able to wear a mask, he has a hard time in doctor's offices, his father said, but to, um, to be that stringent on something that has been proven to be ineffective, uh, you know, the, the, uh, uh, the microns, uh, the, 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 the size of that virus is so small that, trust me, your Hello Kitty mask ain't making a bit of difference. And unless you've got a 3M mask with a tight seal, I mean, you, these people wear daggone uh, suits in, their, in, the, in the labs with pure oxygen being pumped in. And you think a little cloth mask, I mean, it's just... It's just it is nothing but it comes down to controls, all it is. It looks like a muzzle. I hate to say it. Now, if you have to wear one because of medical reasons, if you have to wear one, maybe you have an autoimmune disorder, then you know, I understand that, okay? If you're uh, at a certain age, uh, elderly, I understand. I'm not making fun of those who uh, that have to wear one, all right? But my point is, if you want to wear one, that's on you, man. Have at it. I could care less. 
I just don't like being forced to do something. I mean, to me, this is like, what is this, a police state? We're going to be arrested if we don't present uh, uh, papers uh, in Nazi Germany? I mean, you're going to be arrested. Call the cops on a four-year-old over a stupid mask. I'm just, I'm just done with it. I told Brandy, I said, they start enforcing that around here. I think they're going to have a fight on their hands. I really do. So I think a lot of people's like me and just done with it. And uh, I told Brittany this morning, I said, if they start this mask junk again around here, I said, they're going to put me in jail. I said, the first person says wear a mask, I want to show them or tell them where they could. Let's anyway. <laughs> Probably not uh, something that a, um, a pastor should be saying this morning. But anyway, <laughs> let's see what we got here. Uh, Donna Taylor, good morning. And uh, Rusty Paws and Jennifer Honeycutt. Appreciate y'all tuning in. But nonetheless, man, our civil liberties are truly at risk right now. And uh, our leadership is, uh, as you all well know, is, is to be desired. And we're just going to just uh, just really cover this country and our leaders in prayer, as hard as it may be. All right, my friends, let's look at our verse of discussion this morning at 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8. Be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. All right, praise the Lord for this good reading this morning. Maybe a very familiar passage of Scripture to you, and uh, maybe one that you say, well, you know, I've heard that so many times, and, you know, I kind of know that, and, and that may be. You know, you, there may be some passages we discuss uh, in the mornings that you know very well, maybe passages we've discussed before, you know, that can't be helped, that uh, we may cross paths over some of the same scripture at times. But it doesn't change the fact that sometimes these verses need to be discussed and, um, and reinforced uh, in our day-to-day -day lives. Because, you know, one thing that my goal is, is to be an encourager and to help you with your spiritual walk. And when you see verses like this in particular, you know, it is um, very imperative to understand that we are to be sober, we are to be vigilant, because the devil doesn't play fair. He is a snake. He, he wants to slither in and get to you and try to cause destruction in your spiritual life. You know, and even as Christians, we have to be even more aware uh, because that the devil can appear as an angel of light. That's why a lot of people are mis have misled by those under the guise of Christianity, and they start preaching some sort of heresy, and at first it seems appealing, and then all of a sudden they get in the middle of it and realize, oh man, this, this guy is, is, is preaching some, some real garbage here. In fact, it kind of backfired on Dad a little bit as uh, he started, um, his point was how easily people can be deceived if they're not careful, and he was he started preaching a uh, type of heretical message that was out there. It's been many years ago. He was doing it intentionally to make a point how easily people can be deceived. Bad thing is, people start saying amen, and it kind of, you know, he had some little, you know, and it made him feel bad because he didn't want to make anybody feel stupid because after he made his, after he said what he wanted to say, then he explained why that was wrong and started the truth. And I think it embarrassed a few people. So it kind of, because in fact, I kind of done something similar here not too long ago. And that's to be very careful. He said it really, really backfired on him once before doing that. So we, have, we do have to be careful as pastors how we uh, present certain situations. But it just goes to show how easily 
some of us can be saying, what does it even say in the last days that even the very elect can be deceived? So that's why we have to be sober. We have to be vigilant that we are very aware of those snares and pitfalls the devil lays out there. You know, he don't just, it's not like a neon sign that says, well, if you don't go down this path, you're going to mess up big time. You know, but it's a slippery slope. You start easing into something that you think is no big deal. Next thing you know, you may be in full-blown addiction. You may be, you know, who knows what it may be that you're you're dealing with. And, and, you know, because the devil made it so easy. He made it so easy to justify the sin. It's so easy to make the excuse. It's so easy. Now, remember, once you're saved, if you're fully committed to Jesus Christ, if you've given your heart, nothing is, is going to change that. Nothing going to separate you. But the devil wants to get in and affect your faith. He wants to get in and affect your walk. He wants to get in and try to hurt you every way that he can. That's why so many people fight anger, depression, sadness, and it's, whatever it may be. A lot of people had to fight that. And it is tough. You know, it is really hard. And when those, that's why we wrestle not with flesh and blood. You know, it's hard to battle those thoughts sometimes that, that we know shouldn't be in there in our heads. And uh, just because I'm a pastor doesn't make me immune, if not more so, probably attacked. Uh, that uh, the devil doesn't want me getting the message out. He wants to bring me down and he wants to put thoughts in my head that I have to fight on a continual basis. And as I told you before, areas I'm really, I have to really fight is depression and anxiety. And uh, it's really easy. It kind of goes back a little bit to what Dad's talking about yesterday. It's so easy to want to focus on the past. It's so easy to want to wish you could go back. I'd give anything in the world, anything in the world. If I had just one reset button, I'd just give just one. Just, Lord, give me one reset button. Let me do things better and differently. I'd give me anything. I've made so many mistakes. I've said and done the wrong things, reacted the wrong ways. And, and I, I hate it. I hate that I've, the, the things I've done. But regardless of how much I hate it, God had a reason and a plan to allow certain things to transpire in my life to get me where he wanted me. And it kind of, when I think those thoughts sometimes, I, I can't help but think about how God was talking to Job. And, and he says, are you, are you God that you can do this? You know, and so it kind of goes back to wanting to change that. I almost feel like that's reflected back to me. Are you God? Who are you to say uh, you should do this or do that? God had a reason why these things allowed. Now, it might not be in his perfect will, but it was his permissive will that allowed certain things to transpire to get me to where he wanted me to be. So sometimes we have to keep that in thought. But one thing we have to keep in mind as well is when Jesus is in the Garden of Gethsemane, uh, where he says in Mark 14, 38, Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And that's what he told the sleeping disciples. And that's one thing we have to keep in mind as well, to be have that sober vigilance, is, as this verse says, to watch and pray. That you fall, will not fall into temptation. Because our spirit is indeed willing. We want to do, at least you should be, as a child of God, to want to do the things of God. The spirit is willing. However, uh, our flesh is weak. That is our. Uh, that's why the the flesh wars against the spirit. And while we're on this earth, we're going. To, we are imperfect people, and we're constantly at that battle. And uh, you know, some things you may not think is a big deal, but you know, in your heart, it's sinful. We have to be very aware of that. And um, also, we can see that uh, in um, hold on here, Philippians four eight. 
uh, the things that we need to focus on in particular. Well, I'm going to back up a little bit. Uh, Ephesians 6 also tells us, For our struggles not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realm. So that's one reason why we have to put on the whole armor of God and be aware of that. However, it brings us to Philippians 4.8 that tells us to focus on whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable excellent or praiseworthy these are the things that we need to focus on these are the things we need to, that strengthens us so when you start feeling that fear which again god tells us in second timothy 1 7 for god's not gives us a spirit of fear but of power love and a sound mind again in philippians 4 6 and 7 tells us to be anxious for nothing you know we see these things these verses that encourage us and help us to be strong to be vigilant to be sober and to be aware and that's why we have to spend that time in prayer we have to spend that time in the word in order to strengthen us you know just like an athlete you have to work out you have to be disciplined you have to run you have to lift those weights to build those muscles and it takes time you know you don't lift weights go on a diet and then and tomorrow you look like Arnold Schwarzenegger it takes time it's a progression that's why as Christians, those who are just come to know Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior, are baby Christians. They are on the milk. But those who are seasoned Christians are able to handle the bigger things and take part of the meat. And so that's why we have to be very careful and be very aware. You know, just like um, my daughter, when she's out and about, um, it is uh, one thing I tell her. I said, when you're at a, uh, I don't care if you're in a parking lot, I don't care if you're pumping gas, I said, you be aware. I said, you put your stupid phone up. Because, ladies, the one number one self-defense that you can do is putting your phones away. See, if somebody sees you distracted, you're easy prey. But if you put that phone up, you're being aware. That's a good self-defense mechanism. But that's one thing I tell her. I said, you look who's in front of you. You look who's to the side of you. And you may see if anybody's coming up behind you. You have. To, that's the problem. That's the, the world we live in. And uh, that's why I, I tell her to be very aware who's coming around you. And, and I do that. If I'm pumping gas, whatever, I'm looking around to see who's easing up around me. behind. Me. I, don't like, I don't like people behind me, you know, or coming on me. Obviously, you're in the, in the line uh, in, to check out. There's going to be people behind me. But you know what I mean. I don't like people creeping up behind me. And uh, But anyway, uh, that's why we have to be just as aware spiritually of the devil. And, and he had to have that, that foresight, that mindset of, what's coming up on us in the front, to the side, to the back. We have to be very aware because the devil knows where to hit you and he knows how to hit hard and he knows where the weak places are and he'll shoot those fiery darts that fast and that quick and next thing you know, you're laying flat on your back wondering what in the world just happened? What did I do? You know, and so that's why we have to fight and we have to pick up our arms and we have to get out there and that's why we use the the, or the full armor of God. We, that's why we have the breastplate of righteousness, the sword of the spirit, the helmet of salvation, the shield of faith. We put on that armor and we are prepared for the battle at hand this day. You are in a battle. It's not a bad matter of, of if or when. You are in it right now, this very second. And so that's why we have to know our Bible. We have to know our scripture and we have to fight. And when you fall and you will that's when you look up and put your hand in the nail-scarred hand and let him encourage you, pick you up, and help you along your journey. My friends, you're not alone. Everybody, every one of us have problems and weaknesses and things you're dealing with. Sometimes when you mess up and feel like you're the only one, 
don't worry, my friends, you are not the only one. Probably nine times out of ten, the very things you're dealing with, about everybody uh, that's probably watching and listening, dealing with the same thing. You are not alone in your battle. The one thing's for sure, we have the one that gets us through, not by our strength, not by our might, but by my power, saith the Lord of hosts. It is God Almighty that gives you the strength to persevere and to endure, and don't lose sight of that. All right, my friends, let us pray. And then, Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us each and every day to fight and not just lay down and give up. Help us to continue to grow and to learn and to know. Help us, Lord Jesus, to never stop striving for the mind of Christ. Help us to focus on the things that are pure and lovely and admirable. Let us focus on the right things, not the wrong things. Lord, is anyone watching and listening this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose to the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, be with all those who are watching and listening this morning. Pray to lead, God, which will protect them. Keep them safe and well as they're going out and coming in. Lord, be with our kids as they're going to school, work, or play. Lord, watch over and protect them. Lord, I pray that you be with uh, Miss Mousy's son. You bring healing upon him. Be with all those who requested prayer uh, church and online, that your will be done in those situations. And Lord, just always help us to be this uh, light of this world of darkness. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. My friends, I do appreciate you all for tuning in and watching this morning. And uh, just want to say good morning to Terry Hudson. I get to say that. I just saw that he was watching. But I do hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.